Exploring Grace Because I had just written about being flexible and having blind empathy, this was still very much on my mind when a friend shared a photo of a field and a walking path on Instagram. This sweet and soft-spoken friend captioned his picture with, As we debate high and lofty theology and politics, individuals are overlooked and suffering. What does it look like to love and learn from one another in coming days? I love this question so much because of the image it draws. I know we all watch the world stage, with its theme of bandwagons to join and what's trending. But what if we step away from that? Where are we? What are we looking at? Who is next to us? What is important? Where are our priorities? Back to what my friend asked, what does it look like to love and learn from one another in coming days? I commented, we need to have more grace and flexibility than ever before for others and even everything. That's so simplified I can't let it sit. I especially have the word grace on my mind. I don't know that I have ever had a time in my life where I felt so in the same boat as countless others. Life has always felt like we are swimming in a sea of differences. And now the sea is not us. The sea feels like the obstacles, the frustrations, the uncertainty, the sadness of realizations, the ineffectuality of a single solitary existence, and the lack of being able to do anything for anyone currently. I am in this boat and here I sit turning and looking at others on my sides. We stare in unison into these new cloudy waters and see the same things. The waves of upset and uncertainty are all crested with question marks. The tides of politics and power that don't see our humble homemade boat make me wonder if we, inside it, can find a way to sail unnoticed to a distant island away from waters like these. And even as that desire appears, we know that the unappealing and corrupt waters are still beneath us as the manner and means that would take us any direction, to any island. It's like the water holds our boat captive, whichever direction it sails. I don't mean to sound like someone preaching, you cannot affect change in the world. I'm not preaching it. I'm feeling it. I'm scared it's true. I don't want to say it aloud in case I end up learning this boat is full of people feeling the same thing. Where would we be then? How long would our boat stay afloat? What solution is there in this situation? My only answer involves perspective. Can we allow grace for ourselves? Can we accept our small, ineffectual existence is still plenty to turn inward and stop looking at the water, but at one another instead? No need for bigness and strength, no proof of success and grandeur, because grace allows for no measures. Grace provides us with something new, simply with the arrival of the word. To invite grace into our boat, we automatically invite peace, understanding, patience, flexibility, mercy, reprieve, and a smooth sail that is going to change the way the rough waters feel beneath us. The only thing stopping grace from entering our boat is common agreeance. 
I can invite grace into my mind to help replace my fears and sense of ineffectuality. But won't it be so much better if all of us in the boat allow it? Grace for ourselves, grace for one another, grace for all the question marks that have appeared and have yet to appear. More than ever before, I see the beauty and need for grace. I couldn't see it when I swam in the Sea of Differences. The sea had to change for me to climb out and get in the boat of us, those needing new perspective. If you find yourself in this boat with me, let's invite and explore grace from within the boat. Maybe grace will be the balloon that lifts us up and gets us to the island we desire, leaving the rough ocean of frustration behind. I don't know what that island of utopia looks like. For now, I'm exploring grace.